all of us saw Star Wars, mm-hmm. came back, Elise sent a message to me. She doesn't care. She's insane. She's a crazy person. And she said, <laughs> "She said, tell me everything. And I'm like, don't you have your tickets to go see this on Thursday? She's like, yes. I don't care. And I was like, oh, my God. True, Seth. So I was like, well, I have stuff to do. I got a message from her that said, meet me in this other room to tell me everything about Star Wars. What and when this room? I, when it, the Our multicam room. Okay. So mm-hmm. that way it wasn't. No one else would be disrupted by well, her except, desire for everything. Except she put it in a Slack channel and said, at channel. Only James and I are in that channel <laughs> with Elise. Uh-huh. So it was... And well, then I went over there. The door was closed, and I could hear Adam and her talking in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I went in, it would, like she was like, she was like, tell me everything about the movie. Yeah. I just was like, I don't know. She's insane. A similar she, tale, she's a crazy um, person. My work spouse, John Smith, messaged uh-huh. me, and he said... Tell me everything. Did he really? Yeah, he's like, wow. spoil the movie for me. I don't weird. care. Just tell me. Wow, I God. didn't expect that from John. It, it felt weird to like watch just, movies together. Yeah, yeah. You, you should hire like a dominatrix to do this for you. <laughs> That's what you want. Yeah. Step on me. Spoil Star Wars yeah. for me. Step all over yeah. me. Harder. I've been bad. Hey, welcome to Filmhouse, everybody. Uh, this week, I've got my friends Jacob, Adam, and James. Hello. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying not to spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Daniel. Uh, yeah, so this week we're going to talk about uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Um, this week's episode is sponsored by Manscaped and Feels. And we're going to try and, as best we can, be spoiler-free for the first few minutes of this podcast for the people out there that might want to listen to what we have to say before they go see the movie. I do think a lot of folks will regard anything said as a spoiler, but we're going to do our best to be general and not ruin anything for anybody. General and then Gravis. after a few minutes, he's we will. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Who's in it? General no. Gravis. He's oh. back. We're talking he's about back. episode three, right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Um, but yeah, so um, Jacob, you are the biggest Star Wars fan I know. What did you think of Rise of Skywalker? My general thoughts. Yeah. Oh, man. I thought this was an entertaining hot mess. Nice. Nice, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> um, I had fun watching it. But who boy, it's it's full of holes. Mm-hmm. But sure. um, I, I there's a lot of it, it. Definitely highlights the lack of consistency this trilogy has had uh-huh. in, in a big yeah, way. It does, but yeah. that, that, it didn't stop it from me just like having those little gems in it that are kind of sprinkled throughout. Like, oh, that's great. And the things that it did stay consistent with, I thought it was it. That, those were its strengths, and I guess that kind of sums up my feelings for it. So I, I enjoyed the film. Boy, it's got problems. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Searching your feelings. Yes, and I knew I, it to be true. So I asked you first because I thought you'd be the most positive about it. Yeah. And um, certainly glad you recognize that it's it's a bit of a mess. Yeah. But I, I do think um, it is a super fun movie and sometimes you can turn your brain off and just have fun with something. And Star Wars is one of those things that I am able to do that with. Um, what about you guys? I know, yeah, I, know I, I sat with James I, for 40 minutes riding I, back to I office. walked out with a more positive feeling, mm-hmm. but I think after uh, the last two movies, I I sort of realized, well, maybe no one really knows what they're doing in this franchise, <laughs> and we're all just trying to get through it. So if, if the last two and a half hours of this entire thing is fun, and I walk out going, well, at least I wasn't bored or <laughs> upset <laughs> no. at anything. I just went, well, the things happened in the order that they did, and then uh, I saw some cool stuff, and yeah, uh, you know what? 
I don't hate it, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm definitely like, I, I fear like the first one where it's like the more I watch it, I'm going to find issues with it and go, well, dang it. Now I'm, now I'm noticing the holes in the ship when sure. mm-hmm. we're really all they, they presented you a little square box and you look through that square box and everything in that square box looked pretty good and all made sense when it was happening. But then the minute you, you look past the facade, you start to kind of see that the cracks and all the issues, but, um, you know, I'm happy it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and, and you had a good time, right? I, I, I felt like I walked in and had a good time. I was actually kind of uh, a little blown away by the, the reviews that have been coming out where the, the meta score or the, the tomato critic score or whatever is at like 58% <laughs> right now. I was like, whoa. Remember, it, that's, it, that's the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. That means that half of, half of the people that watched it gave it a positive review and half of the people that watched mm-hmm. it didn't give it a positive review. I, mm-hmm. maybe Not necessarily that it's 50% bad okay. or 50% yeah. good. Last gotcha. Jedi had a pretty high scoring, oh, actually. It, yeah, it was... Yeah, I, I wonder about that. Like, maybe was this a preemptive thing to be like, well, people want to hate this, so let's just say it's bad. I don't know how mm. that stuff works, but yeah. yeah, last year I remember like, well, no, you're an idiot that you don't understand this movie. But now the time has gone on. I guess it's sort of become more a bit more divisive. You're allowed but, to rip on Star Wars now. I, I think I, it was a little holy well, maybe back then. Yeah, I mean, even after we can we can get more into it later. But like with Force Awakens, I remember when it first came, I was like, finally they saved Star Wars. But then South Park made fun of everyone. Oh wait, am I supposed to hate this? Oh, I hate it now. It's bad because it's the same thing. Even though we were asking for the same, th- whatever. It's it, Star Wars is the Justin Bieber of uh, films where everyone has an opinion <laughs> on it and it's hyper popular. <laughs> so you can you can make fun of it. It doesn't matter. It's going to make a billion dollars and it's just going to keep doing what it's doing whether you like it or not. Well, and I think you hit on something. Um, the movie moves at a mile a minute, and you might stop to think, wait, that doesn't make sense, but while you're turning to think about it, something else cool is happening. Mm-hmm. So it just distracts you the whole time. I had time. to go to the bathroom for it moves the first so fast. hour and a half. And <laughs> I, I'm about to get up and go, oop, loud noise. And like, it, yeah, it, it, they, they throw a lot at you. Anyway, sorry, I've talked enough. <laughs> James? This is, this is a metaphor that maybe won't work for everyone, but it works really, really well for me. This is a magic show. Mm. All right? Star Wars is a magic show. I think all movies, in some ways, are magic shows. Um, but Star Wars is David Copperfield on on uh, the you know ve- a t- ceiling of the roof of a Vegas casino, doing all kinds of stuff with a staff of fifteen hundred people mm-hmm. helping him make a woman float through the air. Mm-hmm. Right? Impressive. Yeah. Spectacle. Do I have any interest, really, in how you're tricking me? No, not really, because it's such a lame trick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like calling Star Wars a lame trick? I'm, no, I'm calling like David Copperfield and the presentation. It's the spectacle. That's why he's mm. doing it. That's why he's adding all this other flair into it, the spectacle. There's also a different kind of magic show, which is a dude sitting in a room with you, having you write your name on a card, shuffling that card, and then that card showing up in your back pocket, and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) How did you get a card in my pocket? I've been sitting the whole time. And you're just blown away. It's an intimate thing, and you're like, that feels... I know magic doesn't exist, but what you've done here is completely tricked me, Mm -hmm. and I have no concept of how you've managed to achieve this, as opposed to the David Copperfield thing, which is, well, the staff of 45 people, all dressed in black, (laughs) pulling pulleys and stuff is what's making her float, not him doing this. Right. So what is... 
Where does Star Wars land for you? <laughs> this is the David Copperfield movie. Okay. Yeah. Or this is this is the David. The, this the is Empire State Building. This is a this is a massive spectacle, mm-hmm. uh, Cirque du Soleil style okay. magic show in Vegas where every single night costs $250,000 and there's a staff of people behind the scenes pulling the strings, which basically means that the magic really, it's not about the magic. There's no magic there. Mm -hmm. It's devoid of magic because anytime something comes up, it would be really easy to figure out the problems, except then they go flashing light (laughs) or whatever, or like smoke bomb or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. There's no no mystery. I feel like there's no... I have felt not charmed at all by this movie. It's hmm. weird. It it's well, I don't know. It's it's one of many things. I just said I think as we were like walking out of the theater, I was like, "This is the f- we are now officially in the Fast and Furious of Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> where it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's a shame. It's just I think, escalating. Constantly. I think it's a shame. Mm. I think Fast and the first Fast and the Furious is like a good movie. It starts from a good place, which mm-hmm. is point break. Point, a point break or at least someone going into this world and being endeared to it and everything like that. But, and then, but, but then, now it's one up. But now none of that over. is the point of the movie. Yeah, now right. it's just Vin Diesel driving a car out of a skyscraper. You know, <laughs> um, that's where we are, I think, with Star Wars now. And it's fantastic. Some of the best Star Wars stuff is going on in this movie that ever has. Mm-hmm. But anytime anyone opens their mouth or they try and do the pl- a plot or anything or try and make <laughs> it purport itself to be any more than a sci-fi special effects showcase, I'm like, this is not good. Um, and I think it's a shame mm-hmm. because we've gotten to the point, you used to have the thing where you'd have shitty actors mm. in this stuff, but everyone's really good. Oh yeah. So when they're saying these garbage lines and like <laughs> like terribly terribly written scripts when they're reading these lines back, you think that you're convinced or you think that it means I mean, something? That, that's always been Star Wars, though. Like, the dialogue's always been atrocious. Yeah, but there's been themes, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I hate to say it, I don't, I'm not going to say the prequels are better than these because I don't think they are. I think these movies will age better and are way more watchable than oh, some of those ones. Absolutely. But, but the prequels were coherent. Like, like yeah. when you got through one, two, and three, by the end of it, it was telling one story right. that was kind of coherent. Yeah. Um, it's like the, I, I was bored the whole time, but I knew yeah. Yeah. Which, was I, Again, I'm not saying that's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm just saying that, like, d- in terms of different strengths, it was coherent, and basically the only person that they got who was good was the dude who played Palpatine and Ewan McGregor, and everyone else in that movie was yeah. a terrible actor. <laughs> the, I guess the, the benefit, both these movies are both those separate, you know, trilogies. Uh-huh. Uh, definitely benefited from having nostalgia tied to it. Oh, yeah. But the prequels were sort of reverse nostalgia, so we knew where it was going. We knew what they were building up to. These ones, we don't know. We didn't know what it was building mm-hmm. up to because the last movie ended with a big, like, everyone shrugging but smiling and, like, <laughs> giving thumbs up to the camera going, are we are we happy with this? I don't know <laughs> what we're doing with it. And then this one comes out and... Once again, I enjoyed it, but it felt like two and a half movies in one. It very much Absolutely. did seem and like J.J. was solving yeah. his issues with The Last Jedi. And, and just like, by the time you you have, you want to bring up a question or you want to question any of it, it, it's already moving on to the next thing. And they go, forget about all that. We're doing something else. And then the movie ends and everyone cries and you go, why am I crying? It, it still am feels like, or sad? like no one was talking to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone had to do everything independently in a box. Which is such a weird way to make a trilogy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's a shame because you're watching this one and you're like, man, if they just let J.J. do all of them, mm-hmm. maybe like we could have got, we could have paced this out a little bit better. 
Maybe. Or even if we had met, let Ryan Johnson do all of them, we could have gotten somewhere. Like, we would have yeah. gotten somewhere. Is this, that cohesion that's the, missing? This, it's the, the tag teaming. They're not, there's not, it's a terrible tag team. <laughs> <laughs> They're not working in tandem with each other, right. and it's not additive. I think that when it, we first reviewed Force Awakens, I was like, sure, this movie was a nostalgia trip, but if they're, go, if they're setting us up with this base platform of nostalgia so that way they can take us somewhere else, and then by the end of the third movie, we're like, oh, my gosh, look how far we've come from mm-hmm. what Star Wars is now means something else entirely. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Yeah. It means everything it meant before. One step yeah. forward, three steps back. Yeah. And then <laughs> then a step to the side. And now yeah. we're breakdancing over here for some reason. Yeah. That's the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. I, that, it's such a weird thing. Anyway, I, yeah. maybe we've said enough. We uh, start spoiling this movie? Yeah. Is it, uh, <laughs> has it been fast enough? I mean, I feel there's still things. Like, again, special effects. The, are the visuals are incredible. The, the sets, my, the my choreography is. of events, because sometimes you have to give credit to the choreography of action sequences. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, everything. It's it's funny because the Last Jedi was described as a chase movie, mm-hmm. except it was like a the chase movie if it ran at two miles an hour. Mm-hmm. This is a chase. Every single thing is an excuse for a chase or some <laughs> sort of action set piece to happen. I, th- I think the action set pieces tie together well enough too. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't. Few few times are they abrupt changes for, of pace from one to the other. Mm-hmm. They kind of they flow well. Yeah, I think the the tone is better, uh, but it, it still has that silly, wacky, wink, wink, nudge, nudge sort of vibe where it's like, let's be goofy and have fun, which Star Wars has had. But I guess you had the benefit of Harrison Ford, who's, yeah, who who can do it a a bit better. I don't, so it's like it still kind of has that annoying charm mm-hmm. to it, but <laughs> it's not as bad. As once again, Last Jedi, or that you know, the the Southern aliens like there's those people who parked in the bad area. Like <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. La- yeah, I was like, am I supposed to be laughing <laughs> at this? Yeah, I forgot I who it was. Because he's in all Ryan Johnson's movies. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a yeah. I'm just saying, like it's it's better than that, but it's mm. still I don't know something about it still doesn't really feel like Star Wars in a weird way. But so, I I, mean, I don't think anything ever will because those are products of their time, perhaps. Yeah. We can talk about it in the spoilers, but there's some things where I'm like, oh, you misjudged this. You misjudged whether or not this was the right moment yeah. for, for you to inject a little humor. And I don't feel like it's Last Jedi level where you're like almost kind of like want to put your face down. Like you're like, that's cringe. <laughs> like it's just like subtle, subtle things that like – you're building to an emotional climax, and then something will happen. And you're like, ah, why would you do that now? <laughs> it's like bad sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why no? Why would you do that now? Uh, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, again, stunning visuals. Mm-hmm. This movie is the best, maybe the best looking Star Wars movie ever made. Some <sighs> damn good set um, pieces. Yeah. I like the the costume designs on point. It, it the, does. Yeah. It, cool for, new worlds. For a lot. Yeah, for JJ. For JJ Abrams also like. Um, Force Awakens kind of just used Star Wars as like his visual template. Yeah. But there's some shit like even in the first two minutes of this movie, which is like new. It looks like straight out of a the concept art for Star Wars that yeah. no one's ever been able to make before. Yeah. And it's just these shots that are just like these are shots of huge. Ma- I can't even fathom the size and there, scope there, of this. The opening of this movie stuff. is amazing. There's some like cosmic horror level like. HP Lovecraft like mm-hmm. like Warhammer yeah. type scenes where you're like this is like there's some stuff in there that's like kind of I imagine is going to be scary for mm-hmm. kids yeah oh, it's yeah. dark um, at the end yeah there's a lot of just and I, I know you use darkness usually to hide special effects and stuff like that but like 
it, it all has like a, a kind of a good reason. Like I very much enjoyed looking at the movie. If that helps anyone who's on the and, fence, and it's, yeah. it's a big f- part of movie for our deal. deaf audience. <laughs> it's the furthest thing from the prequels where it's just it's like clearly someone standing in a green space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I maybe in ten years things will change or whatever, and we'll be able to look back at these and find the seams. I can't find the seams in any of the visual mm-hmm. effects of this movie. They did a great it's, job. It's remarkable. These huge. Again, world size rooms. Yeah, like I, Adam saying Warhammer shit, and you're like, I don't know. Did you build this? Like, yeah. you may have built this set. I can't mm-hmm. tell. After having watched Revenge of the Sith recently, and then watching this movie, it's definitely something that's been more apparent to me because watching those, like Revenge of the Sith, for some reason, is like the fakest looking movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, I think because they kept moving away further and further from practical sets. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, they're like, hey guys, congratulations. We did it. It's like, we don't, okay. we don't need it anymore. And they're like, uh, George, he goes, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Stop asking questions. And I think that's definitely some mm-hmm. some place that Star Wars has grown a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only problem is a lot of that stuff is them going like this. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, are you snapping because you want me to not see that you're taking my watch off? And they're like, no. <laughs> taking all the money out of my wallet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I feel satisfied after this whole thing, but I'm once I'm happy that once again, it feels like you, we just did a marathon and it's it's over and we did it and I hope we learned a lot and we could uh, we can move on and try again or we can continue watching things like Mandalorian that are <laughs> that seem to do their own thing and have fun. I'm okay with that. So yeah, that's a, that's about all I have to say. That's, yeah, right that's about, about that. as much as we can do yeah. without spoilers. Yeah, things yeah. I want to say I like about this movie are all spoiler things. Yeah, <laughs> same, same. All right, so support for Filmhouse comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Something, something. Segue about Chewbacca. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Manscaped is a revolutionary company that has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0 which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. The Perfect Package will also come with a pair of Manscaped high-performance anti-chafing boxer briefs that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FILMHOUSE at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. So that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Just use the code FILMHOUSE. So clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. Mmm, chestnuts. (laughs) Thanks, Manscaped, for bringing us here this week uh, to talk about Star Wars. I think it's time we can uh, just spoil the movie. If you're at all spoiler-averse, please... Turn this off, pause it, come back after you've seen this movie and see what we have to say because I think this is going to be the meat of the discussion and the more fun part uh, for us at least to talk about. We can f- we can answer the question. We know everyone wants to know, 
Yes, Biggs or Wedge, I think, is in the movie. <laughs> Wedge Antilles. Wedge Antilles. Okay. Come on, guys. I, <laughs> I did go and look up the uh, quote because I remember him specifically not wanting to be in Force Awakens because he thought it would be boring. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and like, then they were like, what if we put another zero? And he's like, $100? I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that may have been Greg Grunberg's ticket into Star Wars. Is, yeah. I think, no, the I, think it, I don't think that was his ticket into <laughs> yeah. Star Wars, I'm afraid. Yeah, I, I guess, no, the real spoiler, I'm sure everyone came for it, though. I, everyone's got questions. It's Greg. No, gonna make it out. We, no, unfortunately, Greg Gerberg dies <laughs> in this oh, one. And he's like the only one. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite character who literally wedged his way into yeah. this he somehow. Did, he did scream Jay yeah, wedge out right? by wedge. Yeah. Yeah. I think he said, thank yeah. you for this opportunity. <laughs> See you in the next JJ okay. film. We can, I, I want to hear Jacob's favorite things and yeah. actually the stuff he didn't like being the, the number one fan of this stuff. Okay. I thought the strongest thing in this movie was, or the strongest, I guess, people in this movie were like the Rey and Kylo Ren stuff. Sure. Um, and that's the one thing that they kind of built on from The Last Jedi is that they had a connection with each other um, where they can like see where, like they can see each other from across like vast distances mm -hmm. and somehow oh, interact with each other. The payoff from that was incredible. Yeah, because like in The Last Jedi you had the thing where she's on the island and it's raining and stuff and then he has like water on his face. Mm -hmm. and he's kind of like weirded out by that. And then this, it kind of does this inter interesting thing where um, they're looking at each other, but like the shot will be moving around and then like there'll be like a, a fake cut and then it'll be in a different place, but they're still like moving the same way. Mm -hmm. So they'll have these confrontations that are happening in two different places, but are still framed like as if they're in the other place. And I thought it was really interesting. And like Dan said, there's a big payoff with them being able to move objects and, and stuff from one place to the other. Which is also set up slightly earlier in the movie. Yeah, like way. it felt intentional in a movie that's very like, it seems like I, an accident well, a lot of the time. That's the one thing from Last Jedi that was paid off, yeah. I think, mm -hmm. honestly. Cause like when, sh when, uh, when they are having their, mo their shared moments or whatever, and then like he's wet, Mm -hmm. And he's like, she's somewhere wet. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, there's, they have a thing here. And that's the only, like, the only element of yeah. this movie that I feel like is not just trounced over. The yeah. only problem with that was it was revealed in the movie that it was Snoke doing it. Mm -hmm. So then they never really explain, which once again, it's the magic trick. They're like, oh, it's that thing they could do from the last movie. Like, didn't Snoke? No, no, no. It's happening. They're doing it again. Watch. Well, maybe once, once he initiates that connection, it doesn't go away. They're just connected. Sure. It, Wait, they, they, so they, they basically introduce new force powers. <laughs> There's the a lot movie. of new force, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. it's the ability to transfer objects between space and time itself, yeah. or down the room, um, however you want to do it. And then I guess life steal and life give, mm -hmm. which are things that they hinted at strongly. I mean, they didn't even hint at. They just talk about it in um, Revenge of the Sith, like, and then they they yeah. kind of pay that stuff off in. So this one in a weird did way. that feel like a payoff to you? Because to me, that felt like a diminish. Which one? <laughs> the, <laughs> Palpatine's, the, the Palpatine's, sucking, Palpatine's ability to, to save life mm -hmm. and to bring people back from the dead. Mm -hmm. I so big big spoiler. I mean, we're on spoilers. Yeah, I know. Spoiler. So I'm, just yeah. let, I'm just letting you know. Sometimes people pick and choose. Hard but spoiler. like Ray dies in her battle with Palpatine. Yeah. Um, her Grandpa. grandfather. <laughs> um, which is, Papa by the Palpatine. way, again, yeah, that's the, the big reveal of the movie. Back, one of the big ones. Back to the world of 
great improv. Okay, <laughs> maybe we take at least. I, I know I diminish it, but maybe we take at least one class if we're going to try our hands at writing a movie. But uh, <laughs> when someone says no, it's not and you've already crushed the scene and you've destroyed the momentum, you can't go, no, it's not, but yes, it is. That's also bad improv. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. You're talking about the reveal. Yes. That you're where in ready. Last Jedi, they specifically, Kylo goes, I know who your parents are. They're just normal people. They're nobody. Yeah. And then they're nobody. Like, they're normal people. They're nobody. And then in this movie, he goes, remember when I told you they were normal people? I meant that but only because they were pretending to be. <laughs> because they were actually, like, the, your well, father was Palpatine's son. Right, Kylo didn't know oh, that. Palpatine and someone him. revealed him. Which I guess Which, is an extension of the problem. Is yes, yeah. because they didn't know. The they didn't, yeah. Kylo, Adam Driver didn't know what the fuck he was talking about in Last Jedi because right. the person who wrote Last Jedi didn't know what the fuck anyone was going to do after he was done. <laughs> um, so, um, but anyway, back to it. Ray dies in her fight with Palpatine. And then Kylo, using a technique that Rey used on him earlier, mm. manages to transfer, transfer life. life energy, force energy into her to bring her back to life. Yeah. Except that. And pe- some people were like, oh, like, like Palpatine mentioned in, in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Except Revenge of the Sith to me was always cooler with the idea that he just lied about that kind yeah, of shit to manipulate Anakin mm-hmm. with a false promise. Yeah. Even knowing that he there was no hope for him, but making him believe that there was a chance, so that way he goes down this pathway with the hope that there's a chance, but there is no chance, and then once you realize it's too late, yeah, right? That's felt. the whole thing about moving someone to the dark side. Yeah. So if Palpatine was being honest, he's like, no, seriously, you can save her. To me, that whole scene, which is like one of the few good scenes in all of the prequels, <laughs> yeah. is like like means way less. So he's like, no, yeah, there, yeah, you could save people. Yeah. Well, I thought it was, he it was like, says something from the prequels in this movie. He quotes himself. Yeah. Yeah. Really? He, goes, yeah. he says something like, he's like, like saving your life is the unnatural. The dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities. That that whole yeah. time. <laughs> That's what I figured was that he was like, it, it's the, the curse, right? Where the, the whatever, where it's like, yeah, you can save life, but you're not going to like what it looks like. And it's it's you with a giant metal rod up your back that yeah. <laughs> moves you around can, yeah. and gives you black lipstick. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So he's like, he's like, I can save Padme. You're not going to like Can it. we talk about Palpatine a bit? Yeah, Because sure. like, that's like the first thing that happens in the movie. Even the, the opening crawl is like, Palpatine's back! Yeah, they oh, yeah, brought him back in say? the crawl. The dead speak! That's yeah. Exclamation point. I'm like, why are you yelling at I, me? Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would argue this is potentially the worst opening crawl. But yeah. it, it's made up for because the first 20 minutes of the movie are, are they're like dope. spectacular yeah. to look at. And then they he goes... He goes, I killed Snoke. He goes, bitch, I was Snoke. And you go, oh, okay, cool. Thank you for answering that. There's even a tube of Snokes, by the way. Yeah, he said, I made Snoke. And then it shows him some Snokes in a vat. (laughs) Which I I, I know is lazy. And all we're doing is we're we're moving Mm -hmm. puzzle pieces and going... And, you know, maybe they don't fit, but we're jamming it in until it Mm -hmm. works. That's something I'd kind of assumed after, like, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. It's like, oh... Yeah. Even if Palpatine isn't alive, Snoke was probably part of like something that he did. Yeah. Snoke's like this evil and, dark side and if dude. You, if you don't think about it and you're watching it just happen in real time, your brain goes, I, I, like, I, I just watched Last Jedi not too long ago. My brain's like, man, I hope they answer that. And then they do the first 20 minutes ago. Checkbox done. We're moving forward. <laughs> but it's a shitty answer. It is yes. a bad answer. It's a garbage answer. But yeah. that scene where he's in the old Sith temple is cool looking. Right. Again, yeah. all this visual stuff is amazing. It's the writing that's bad. Mm-hmm. It, like I said, it sounds like I, I theorize that you there's like, all right, you got to write the Star Wars movie, but you can only outline on a single napkin, 
and you get one draft. <laughs> so there's a, yeah. there's a lot of things that are set up Make in the count. movie that they yeah. forget by the end that mm. they were supposed to pay off. I just My, don't, um, the I'm, biggest sin of all that had me just like <laughs> mind blown. We're, is, we're recording this on a Wednesday, so this is before the movie comes out. I'm going to go see it again on Thursday, and yeah. I'm going to look for this please, specifically. Please help me in case mm-hmm. I missed it. Please right. let me know. Yeah. But there is a moment where they get trapped in a quicksand-like thing, and then as they're going down, Finn and Ray are the last ones kind of above the quicksand, and right before he's submerged, he goes, Ray, wait, I have something I need to tell you. And then she, and then like she goes, what? And he's like, I have something new to it. And then he gets sucked underneath. They both get sucked underneath. Turns out it doesn't matter. They just get pulled into an underground <laughs> cave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, an underground cave, no problem. Um, and then he, and then she goes, hey, what was that thing you were gonna tell me? He's like, oh, I'll tell you later. Totally. Cool. Okay. Now you've seeded something. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm intrigued. What is this thing that only death is worth bringing it out? Okay. Mm-hmm. Later on in the movie. Uh, they are on the verge of being shot. It's him and Poe, Finn and Poe. <laughs> and then Poe, who was there during this interaction, goes, hey, what was that thing you were going to say to Ray? And he was like, he was like, I don't think this is the right time. And he was like, we're about to die. Like, <laughs> like yeah. of course this is the right time. And then they get saved, lo and behold. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say anything. The movie ends yeah. without him ever saying <laughs> what that thing I think is. they're hugging and he goes... She goes, hey, what was that? Dun, 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 dun. And, he goes, dun, and you're like, okay, so that's just mystery box stuff? The movie or? just ends. It doesn't, and I think it's because they forgot. <laughs> I think I think you're supposed to assume he's going to tell her he loves her. But right? he's gay. Like, like <laughs> everything that's else in the movie. That the internet has put on. No, but no, there's way more indications in this movie that he, that, first of all, if that's the thing, that's dumb because they have zero romantic chemistry. Yeah. I think it's just he's been obsessed with her since the very beginning, since uh, the Force Awakens. Yes. I don't haven't gotten that at all. No. Like Ray, that's the biggest. I think the biggest problem with this whole trilogy is Ray is so important and has spent most of the time interacting with the old generation. Mm-hmm. Like even like it's most the only thing she really did was build a rapport with Han Solo. Uh, Han Solo. Yeah. And so, and even the, even the Leia thing was kind of for, she's like, I will miss you. And I'm like, I didn't see you guys do anything together. At mm-hmm. least I saw Luke get tricked by Yoda, train with Yoda, <laughs> be with Yoda during his last moments. You see all these things unfold and you're yeah. like, oh my God, he has a he has a connection to this guy he right. met in the woods. So he when the puppet him, cross dissolves, you yeah. feel sad. So, but it took him from being just this kid to being a Jedi. Yoda is the reason for that. Mm-hmm. You don't see any of that. It's implied that she trained with Leia or whatever, mm-hmm. but she also is just, she's like, I'm going to train now, and then runs into the woods, and a bot mm-hmm. shoots at her, and she jumps over a, uh, a chasm. And she's like, you've completed your training. <laughs> and, and Leia's like, you're good. And she's like, no, I'm not. And yeah. Leia's like, okay. <laughs> Except the moment before, she's doing uh, her god trance, and she has rocks around her, and then she's like, the force is not with me, and then like front flip flies. And I was like, "Whoa, okay, she's gotten powerful. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool." And then a little robot shoots her in the arm. She's like, "Fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, wait, I thought you were. She's like, "I can't hit this thing." So, so it's like, is she ready? I even don't know. if the thing is, Finn's gonna say, "I love you, Ray." There's nothing for mm-hmm. that to go on. That's the, that's and that's super lame, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna agree that it's not super lame, but I do think there's seeds of that in. in all the series of him being obsessed with her. He has and, way and I think, I think he has dropping way more it makes charisma sense. with Poe, though. I, I think Their relationship yes. is, is more of the heart of the movie. Mm-hmm. Him, it's all. I always thought Disney's it not going to do that, though. They're not going to have uh, gay. They don't main have characters. to. They had two but, gay characters in the movie. Kiss. 
the, yeah, in the background at the very they end. They box. I mean, it was there. I mean, I don't. I think there's a they, difference in hiding something in the background and having two of the main characters. I just don't they think don't Disney have, would do it's it. It's not. It's not one or the other. Though. They don't have to. They don't have to make him gay or make him straight. But they don't know. They don't. They clearly don't know what he is. Oh, oh, and I think agreed. that's the problem right. by having him have this secret. That they don't even feel we need to share with the audience. Yeah, that means they don't know who Finn is and they don't know what he is. Yeah, I mean, like it—it it doesn't have to be the crux of the story. And it doesn't have to be a defining characteristic of them. But the fact that we're even talking about it when it's like, wait, I—you're—you're you're confused, Dan, saying, "Oh, I thought they were in love." Like that. I don't I, think I that. never saw that. And in, then and James going, "Oh, I thought I thought Poe and Finn were in love." I'm very confused. Who loves in, who? In, well, I think they even I started introducing Poe being into Ray in this movie as well. Yeah, well, the, and then the, they dropped it hit before exactly. the end. The first scene that they share together is like the f- first kind of real interaction I feel like they had together, and it's this yeah, any movie. the it, sassy it, back and forth. It's this sassy back and forth that exactly mirrors Han and Leia. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and then and then, but then that's the end of it. That's the last time they basically mm-hmm. speak until they hug at the end of the movie, for the most part. So, like, it's yeah. they just they got they got into the third movie without knowing who the characters were. Well, and, and I think they might have purposely been desexualizing Ray and not having, you know, other than the the Ben uh, relationship, not having a major romantic thing because even there kiss at the end doesn't make a lot of sense. It like, doesn't. They've like got this close <laughs> relationship, but it doesn't really feel romantic at all he until that He also tortured point. her and her friends. Yeah, it's he's a the worst. nightmarish. <laughs> he's the worst stalker boyfriend ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But again, it wouldn't have... Easy on the eyes, though. The thing is, I don't think it would have... I would have ever thought of it as this stalker-boyfriend relationship if they didn't kiss at the end. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh. why did you have them kiss and now I'm completely re... Mm-hmm thinking about their relationship unless you guys don't know. And that's ultimately the answer. Specifically in that moment where um, Kylo Ren sacrifices himself to bring her back to life, I'm like, don't kiss, don't kiss, don't kiss, don't kiss. No! They did it! Well, it's one of those moments where you're like, man, this will be so satisfying if they don't kiss. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because then it's just like two people that are just tied and sometimes there's just human beings, men and women, that are just tied together in this mm-hmm. world that aren't necessarily trying to think about going down on each other. <laughs> <laughs> but nope, turns out they were the whole time they were. Yeah. Um, so let's, what, what's something else that we liked in this movie? Because I think there's plenty of things to pick apart and be frustrated about. I, but So you were talking about, I'm going to throw one out there that you were talking about training scenes. That scene mm-hmm. where it was a flashback Motivated by a stupid reason, but it was still a cool scene when we see Luke sure. and Leia training. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. That's fine. They they did the the deep fake faces, yeah. uh-huh. um, but they did it in the dark, which was yeah. very uh-huh. smart. Like one like, source of light. Yeah, yeah. and they also, way by the way, they're light. wearing helmets that like only have <laughs> about this exactly. Much of the <laughs> yeah. This right here. Oh, it's young Mark Hamill's lips. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I I think it is like visually one of the best things um, that I've seen, and like I I walked away with a sense of enjoyment, and like even when they kiss, I went, oh okay. Like, I, I wasn't like, this angers me. I had no, it was weird. I had no, like, visceral reaction because I think, be, to, to me, they're just so blank, mm-hmm. these things. And I, I've said before, I think Kylo Ren is probably the, the most interesting character, sure. whereas Finn should be. And they at least sort of address it in this other one. They're like, oh, there are other stormtroopers. And they do that that whole bit. where I, I like that they started going down that rabbit hole, which I 
Mm-hmm. Wish they had done a movie ago. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it was like, oh, that's real interesting that he mm-hmm. he just decided to not be a stormtrooper. What was that? What happened? And there's like, oh, there's other people feel that way too, and the movie's over. You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Also, also, like, imagine if that was something that was seated in the second movie, mm-hmm. and then was paid off in this movie when there's a big showdown and a battle that involves a lot of stormtroopers, and it's like, mm-hmm. you can choose. Mm-hmm. And there's you give Finn a catharsis moment because the whole fucking trilogy starts with Finn choosing, mm. right? All of this all of this happens because of Finn and because he stops and makes a choice at the opening scene of yeah. the first movie of this, a choice that society tells him that he can't make and that he w- he's been raised to think that he can't make, but he makes it. And then that's what ends up setting off the events for basically the rest of these three movies. There is a cut scene from Last Jedi where they're about to fight Captain Phasma or whatever. It's not a good scene. <laughs> uh-huh. But he does tell the stormtroopers to turn on her because she's like a coward or something. And they're all starting to like think about it. And then she starts shooting them yeah. or whatever. Right. I, I've, yeah, I've so seen it's like that. The, yeah. the idea but was in there somewhere. There was, some, there was something there. But man, imagine if we had gotten that second movie. He discovers that there are others like him. But mm-hmm. they have, instead of fighting, they've kind of fled, mm-hmm. you know? But then he goes, he's a symbol for them as someone who has left, made this decision, left, and then come back and fought and fought and fought to get to this point. And now there's this battle where it looks like all hope is lost, but he's able to appeal mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, boom. By the way, that's how you destroy every single movie is just them with some new weapon. Yep. That, 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 that they planet. shoot, that they blow up once, and then yeah. the next movie they come back with another weapon, and they yeah. buy, it turns out they had a thousand more weapons that are ten times better. <laughs> so, honestly, the battle is not a battle of technology. It's a battle of ideology. Yeah. And they don't address that at all, but a Finn thing probably would have done, like, if you have no soldiers, you have no empire. Yeah. You know, like... Mm. It's just, it's a shame because there's things there that could have really been paid off. Yeah. And I feel like they sort of tried to do that by having like the giant fleet of random ships come in. They're like, oh, it's just people. But it kind of yeah. just like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like there is the seed of something there well, of them trying to show that like people will unite against tyranny and stuff. But they, then they go back to. Well, but in things. the last movie, they didn't show. That's something mm-hmm. I thought yeah. also didn't make sense is they put out the call at Crate. No one showed up. So and then, like, to, a to, month later, yeah. they decided to show up yeah, yeah. without Lando any sort of left explanation. left for 15 well, minutes and came back with 1,000 yeah. ships. Well, and, then, and then this movie has to go at light speed, no pun intended, mm-hmm. to try and introduce that there are other worlds with good people that, you know, that are afraid to fight but want to fight. Like, so there's, like... Complete. There's one scene with the the stormtroopers. There's one scene with Carrie Russell. <laughs> like there's like so they just like throw these scenes into this movie, which mm-hmm. by the way bogs down the plot. Yeah, could have been seated movie ago, and could have been could have. If imagine if you had some of that in Force Awakens, and then some of that in Last Jedi, and some yeah. of that here. Like, so I guess I have another question. That maybe you can answer this. But the the planet where they found all the the former stormtroopers, the mm-hmm. the angry ocean planet, or the Death Star, that had the Death yeah. Star. Some yeah. Endor that moon, was not it wasn't the same Endor moon. Yeah. Oh. That's that's the part that confuses yeah. me. Yeah. They said the name of it, but I didn't hear it. Was it a moon of Endor? It was a moon of Endor though. Okay, but right. it wasn't that, the same one. Okay. Uh, so that makes know, it a little bit better. Time, yeah. I guess things <clears throat> fall out of space. Maybe it just they hovered just there until one of the moon yeah. came and then smashed yeah, it's into it. That's a big it. piece of metal. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm sure. I'm not going to argue the science I of it. I don't understand how a knife 
uh, can show you the the way via compass. <laughs> that was thank, a wacky. It, thank God she walked to that port. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, like like I said, in the moment, and went, oh, that makes sense. And they go, well, doesn't water move it? Don't think we're moving on. It, we have yeah. moved on. They also found the thing. Literally Stop thinking. Wandered over a hill. They're, they they were like, we don't have any landing gear. We have to crash. <laughs> They crash, <laughs> and then they just wander over the nearest hill, and they're like, this is exactly where the knife wanted us to be, yeah. the magic knife. They, they at least at some point explain, they're like, well, how did you know? He goes, I don't know. The Force told me. And they go, okay, cool. There's our deus ex machina. Like, it, this, here, the Force is a power that moves the script forward. <laughs> this is they're like, And that's fine. That's okay. As long as, at least they admitted it in the movie. This, and they, uh, this I, is going to be a worse analogy than my uh, magic analogy. Okay. But I was saying to Dan that House, you ever watch House? Yeah. House is a really fun show to watch, but its mysteries are terrible. <laughs> Every single time someone comes in, he goes, I have a stomach ache, doc. And they do all these tests on his stomach and the other doctors do things and they're checking his stomach acids and they think it might be this, they think it might be this. In the last 10 minutes of every single episode, House comes in, does something wacky, like we're gonna cut his stomach op open. And they're like, you can't do that, House. He cuts his stomach open, turns out he swallowed a toothpick. You as the audience, there's no way you could have played along with that mystery mm -hmm. because they didn't provide you with the clues. Mm. They told you other things were true when the truth of the matter he is. He wasn't eating like a BLT. That, in the that, you that, just you, you meet him when he's sick. Yes, so you meet him when he's sick. There's no this context. Is, that's all of the mysteries in this in this trilogy, mm -hmm. but especially in this movie, are we just didn't give you all, we didn't give you everything. So when she goes, wait a minute, and then she pulls a thing out of the knife and goes, this is where oh, it yeah. is, mm. you're like, you never. This is the first time you're showing that there's a thing in the <laughs> yeah. knife. Like, but I, I just like in the moment that you're watching it, I didn't, I didn't question it. I just went, I just kept going for it. I guess that's that's the the JJ that's, that's magic. The, that's the yeah. finger yeah. snapping. What? Yeah. Oh, we're moving. Okay, great I, fingers, beautiful. Fingers. I'm I'm bummed. Uh, I was happy the Knights of Ren were in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm bummed they didn't do anything. They they ultimately served as uh, things for Kylo to fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I was like, well, there's there's an interesting story, right? Aren't these all like these are former kids who were trained to be Jedi's that never say a word, and they're I don't they don't they don't do anything until they fight Kylo, right? He brings he, them. They walk around a lot. Yeah, they walk around a lot. They're chasing our main heroes at one point. Yeah, yeah. I just, sort I, of. I felt I felt a little little bummed that you didn't get to yeah. see a lot of them, but I'm I'm glad they're in the movie. But I was like, oh man, it, what a. It felt weird though because that was almost like this trilogy nostalgia. <laughs> like it's like, don't you guys, guys remember the Knights of Ren? And I'm like, <gasps> no, you just told me about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you can't do that. They, like they were mentioned. <laughs> yeah, um, I do want to talk about C3PO yeah, being in the movie a he, whole lot. He finally got a movie to shine in, other than being just the jokester the whole time. Yeah, yeah. which he still they, did. They spent I mean, a lot of time on shitting on him. Yeah, they on him. Like no one likes you. Shut up, nerd. But I like the Aaron Barrett of. I feel like he had a lot of moments, and he was actually important to the plot. Yeah. Unfortunately, did the thing though where, like James is saying, they introduce the thing. They go, "This here, here are the risks of this world," and then it's undone because we lied to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you mean ahead, about so. his personality, or well, the thing well, they said they're like, they're like, they do the thing where they go, "Well, this will erase your memory." They're like, well, what about back him to R two? He goes, "You can't do that. They're unreliable." Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and, then they, and then R two goes, "No, I backed up your memory, dumb dumb." And yeah. he goes, "Oh, thank you." It, it, yeah. back. it really yeah. takes all of the heft out of the sacrifice, right. mm -hmm. When you just undo it half an hour later in which, the movie, which is, by the way, C three PO is the second undoing of sacrifice yeah. because yeah. the the Chewbacca. biggest. Were you going to talk about? Uh, if you want to. 
I don't. Let's I feel like I'm talking move. a lot. So if you oh, want, no, what's, um, what's your C three PO? I mean, I just like seeing him in the movie a Me whole too. bunch. Just mm. like yeah. he's just being himself, and I f- he hasn't really been in a Star Wars movie this much since like Return of the Jedi or something. Hmm. I guess you can kind of. Uh, there's Attack of the Clones where George Lucas discovered that puns exist, and that's the entire reason <laughs> C three PO's in that movie is to be the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're but, right. Like, he was a yeah. hero in this movie. Well, yeah, though. but they, yeah. They like, spent, he wasn't just along for the ride. I felt like, yeah, maybe there was some character payoff, though. You know, he's a droid where they're like, like, shut up, 3PO. No one likes you. And he's like, I was made by Anakin's. They're like, shut up. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're garbage. Well, you're trash. And then he goes, he's like, oh, I'll I'll sacrifice myself. But they even kind of undo a little bit where like, he goes, wait, I have another idea. And they kill him. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Which was more, it's like, that's more of a comedic payoff yeah. than mm-hmm. anything else. The, and there was some good comedy in this movie that didn't seem too cheap or too lowbrow. It feels a little out of place for Star Wars. Like it feels like it's a little. It does feel a little forced in there. But yeah, no, I'm. I didn't nice. hate the humor, but it just when you look at the things that you love about Star Wars, I'm never like, okay, the, you the know. jokes. Yeah, I guess it, maybe it's um, more Harrison. Well, there's. Ford. I would say there's a difference between comedy and charisma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I think Han Solo is charismatic. He is funny, yes, mm. but I think it's because he's charismatic. The rest of the movie takes itself relatively seriously. Maybe some of the puppets do wacky stuff or whatever. But mm-hmm. like the Babu rest Frick. Of, oh yeah, I love Babu. <laughs> which, which I think was uh, a perfect great use new of character. comedy. Yeah, he yeah. was a great new character, and it's it's a puppet. You're not supposed to take him seriously. And it was and a fucking like, puppet. Yeah, yeah. And not a, a computer generated character, like, which matters voice. so much. There's, there's Does it? I mean, it may have been computer generated. You don't know. Uh, I think it, it was. Looks I think it was generated to look like a puppet. It okay. looked practical. Yeah. Um, Speaking of practical, um, Maz Kanata was in this movie, and she was a puppet. Was she really? really? Like, I was looking at her like, something's different here. And oh. then in the last scene she's in where she's, like, standing over Leia after mm-hmm. Leia sacrifices herself, I'm like, she's a puppet. Hmm. She's a puppet in this movie for some reason. Yeah. Did, did she serve any point in this movie other than just being I mean, one of the last serve, resistance she fighters? She didn't serve much purpose in the last movie either. Mm, yeah, was she like in a, Last Jedi? Yeah. 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 Remember they're watching the, like a hollow cube of her and she's like, like she's, she's like she's Rocket Raccoon in, in battle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's in like an, an exciting movie or something. Yeah. And she, I mean, Let's had she one. went, if they went, Maz, we need some help. And she went, no, nah, I got nothing for you. They go, okay. <laughs> well, now now the First Order won't blast out the, the resistance cruisers and everything would be fine because Haldo <laughs> wants to keep conversations to herself. I don't understand. I, I do yeah. think the, so to step back, just one conversation, the, the undoing 3PO sacrifice I find that frustrating because it seems to me like Disney is like you have to put all the pieces back after you play with them. Mm. Like put your toys back in the box the same way they were, except for, you know, the humans who die in real life, you know, we're going to kill those characters. Yeah. You were Mm. bringing up Chewie, though, because that's a problem I had. Oh, my God. I was really mad at first. It's it's, it's weird because it's the combination of unceremonious killing, Mm. off-screen killing to never mind. Yeah. So, but it's not. It didn't feel like it was good. There's a. It was a bad fake. There's a moment where they're in the desert, and for no reason, Ray decides to waste time. (laughs) She's. It's. It's like. It's weird. I don't like thinking of my heroes as senile old men, but (laughs) that's what they did to Chewie. Yeah. So. So basically, like. Well, almost worse than that because Finn goes. Chewie, do my job for me. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. but it's like so, Chewie, do the, do the work. So, so they're about to fly away from this desert, but then uh, they know that uh, the Knights of Ren and Kylo are coming, and so Ray decides she needs to go walk into the desert so that way something, and then she's like drawn to she's drawn to him or whatever. Sure. Um, and so then Finn says, "Chewie, go get Ray." He walks out of the front of the ship and has lost her. 
somehow, <laughs> even though the, you're sh- they're showing her through the windshield. The, she's right there. The physics of the space make no it sense. It makes uh, sense. And he just kind of goes, <laughs> and then like wanders off like yeah. a senile old man. And then, and and then, then Sergio goes, come with me. And then, <laughs> and then the, next time, the next time you see him, the next time you see him, he's handcuffed and he's just, he's just like, uh, he also, by the way, has the secret knife item. He has everything of importance yeah. with him. Yeah. And he's just like, take me away. And then he just walks into the back of a prison transport. Which is parked like 10 feet from there. Yeah, yeah. And so, and then, and then Ray has this whole thing where the, the transport ship takes off, starts to fly away, and she uses her force powers to try and pull it back. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because it seemed really mm. shitty that he was getting taken, yeah. and I hope this doesn't become a whole thing. So I hope that she can show her abilities to do that. Kylo Ren shows up, starts pulling it away from her until she gets so frustrated pulling it that lightning shoots out of her fingers, Palpatine lightning shoots out of her fingers, mm. blows up the <clears throat> transport ship, and it's like, oh my god, Chewie, no! <laughs> and even Kylo Ren's like, oh shit, yeah. you killed Chewie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he was kind of important. He was like, oh, <laughs> he, he must have been Chewie. Yeah. Um, he had your knife. my uncle. And so yeah, it's like this, this whole reaction, like, oh shit, Dog and then cool. they pull Ray away, and then they fly away like they could, and for some reason now they're not being stopped anymore, even though there's troops everywhere. They're like, mm-hmm. let them go. They just show that Kylo Ren can <laughs> stop a ship. Then there's one scene of them going like, it wasn't your fault, Chewie. Like, you know, Kylo Ren forced you to do that and you didn't mean to do that and, you know, Chewie would want us to go on or whatever. Fault. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene was, is Chewie getting pulled <laughs> off a different transport ship, getting <laughs> locked up in a Star Destroyer and them going, good thing we had two identical transport <laughs> ships parked right next to each other for this very See, it, purpose. They didn't even have the balls to let it go on for like three minutes. Yeah. No, yeah. It was one of those things where it's like, they could have just stopped it at a certain point. Like, maybe the ship just gets away. They fight over it and it gets away. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, maybe Ray's lightning doesn't blow it up or whatever. But, but, in, the, but in the moment, you saw her shoot lightning and you went, oh my gosh, yeah. she's becoming... Lightning means evil, yeah. and so she's doing well, it. And she's like, I could have killed Chewie. All you need to do is replace the line, I killed Chewie, with I could have killed Chewie because yeah. I let things get out of control. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and now he's gone. gone. Yeah, and, if, yeah, I guess and that you mean, land in the exact same place you were. Yeah, yeah, that's always frustrating in movies. Like, if that had just gotten away, it's like, okay, he's on the ship. We know he's on the ship. We should try to rescue him. Yeah. And then it's not like, we then we don't have to deal with a dumb fake out. I mm-hmm. guess audiences are, like, no matter what now, too, the people are savvy enough where it's like, well, if you don't see a body, they're not dead. No, that tends yeah. to be the rule. Except Palpatine. for the fact that everyone in that fucking theater gasped at the same time yeah. when Chewie's transport ship exploded and there was no body. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone, <gasps> and then when they showed him again, everyone <laughs> clapped again. So I, I mean, these, we did have that borderline obnoxious audience. This, I think. Clo- this is like first week. I'll yeah. say this: these were these were probably Star Wars fans because we went to an early mm-hmm. screening and there were lots of Star Wars T-shirts and and they all clapped and hooted during the. The big crawl and yep. everything like that. Yeah. But when they said that she was Palpatine's uh, granddaughter, everyone laughed. There was not an excited cheer. Or oh. any, there's. It sounded like laughter. Like people are like, "Really, you fucking with me?" Like kind of reaction. I didn't so. like that she was his granddaughter. Yeah, I I was thinking clone. Yeah. But because they were showing the Snoke clone stuff, yeah. so I was like, "Oh, maybe she's like." He was like, she was a. Uh, 
a screwed up one, and she's like a light side clone or something. Well, but, and never had know. they ever introduced his family existing. Yeah, or I was even mentioned yeah. it. It's the toothpick. It's the yeah. toothpick <laughs> in the stomach. So he, he had a wife bang. at some point, right? Or maybe he just I mean, bangs the buddy. I mean, he just baits some babies. I'm gonna blow yeah. your mind right now, Dan. Um, people don't have to be married to have kids. <laughs> you, uh, what? you psychopath. I guess I'm also trying <laughs> to figure out. He was a senator. Disney. He was a senator. I don't know the timing of it all, but so he, he, I guess he would have. Maybe had to have sex with someone while he was Emperor Palpatine mm-hmm. for all that the timeline to work out. So this is post Mace Windu lightning face transformation. Yeah, sexy yeah, Palpatine. maybe okay. or right around that time. I want to know. I want to know when they had do. sex with. He didn't get his <laughs> work out dick the timeline by lightning. I, no, I'm just saying <laughs> they had to look at him. Maybe you think he's all white and crinkly and disheveled, but has just a normal dick. I, he might be jacked. I just want to see him when he's like after after Episode Three when he's like, "We did it, everyone did it. We're celebrating. Go to the party." And he's at the party, and there's like, "What are you doing later tonight?" I She's like, it, yeah. "Um, I'm not seeing anyone right now, but yeah. um, I'm you, okay." You know, I'm a senator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I'd be emperor someday. Yeah, I, <laughs> he goes, "Hold on, let me let me take my hood off." And she goes, ah. "Oh my gosh!" He goes, "It all looks like this." Yeah. Also, my eyes are orange now. Yeah. <laughs> I like really his cool. cataracts. I thought they were. Extra well, creepy. Yeah, he's got I the, thought it it was cool how. Um, I mean, like the emperor we see until the end when he gets all that power back. He's basically just like a corpse uh-huh. with like mm-hmm. his like evil spirit or whatever inside it. Because like, he just doesn't move except for his mouth. Yeah, and he's all like he's got like the creepy like blue lips and his fingers are falling apart and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty. It's cool. just and, like then, a and he body. has like his like audience members of like who are all these people in hoods who just like sit around like Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, there are like ten thousand dudes. That in was hoods. something I would have liked to see more of. Is like this weird like Sith cult or whatever. I loved it. Yeah, it's resurrecting. I, it, it it had like a cool like satanic vibe to it or somewhere. It's like this yeah. is creepy all shit. All the big statues and I, stuff. I dug it, but then it's like yeah, the minute you start asking questions, you're not gonna have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's. I mean like. Uh, can I interrupt there? Because yeah, I think it. we need to hear a word from our sponsor, Feels, this week. Mm. Um, Adam tried out Feels. Yeah, I did. Um, would you tell us a little bit about him? I sure will. Hey, guys. Adam here. Uh, question. Do you ever feel stressed, have anxiety, or just overall kind of trouble sleeping? If you're anything like me, your answer is yes, followed by a yawn because of the bad night of sleep we all got last night. Well, actually, recently, I've been sleeping a lot better and feeling a lot less stressed out because I've been trying out Feels. And I definitely feel a better overall sense of calm. Feels is a premium CBD product that is delivered right to your door. And when I first tried out natural alternatives to sleep and anxiety problems, I actually bought it from a grocery store in Texas. Now, it's nice to have it just delivered whenever I want it. I usually just put a couple of drops of water under my tongue and I'm good to go. And since I'm on their membership program, I'm saving money on every order, which if you join, you can pause or cancel any time You just get what you need. Feels offers a CBD hotline if you have any questions about the product. I know I did when I first tried it out and I do feel like I learned a lot. And just to be clear, this isn't something you take to get high or anything like that. I know there are some misconceptions about that sort of stuff. But like I said, this is something when I first tried it out, I got from a grocery store in the middle of America. So super easy. But do us a favor and avoid going to the store since Feels has been helping me feel my best. They'd like to help you as well. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash filmhouse and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash filmhouse to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash filmhouse. Thank you. Feels. <laughs> so that's uh, feels f e a l s dot com slash filmhouse 
to become a member, and you get 50% off taken automatically off your first order, and you get free shipping. Uh, it's feels.com slash filmhouse. Um, one last thing I, I do want to address. Billy Dee Williams is a... I think it's great that he's back in the movie. <laughs> Unfortunately, everything he says, he sounds like he just had sex with it. <laughs> so when they're like, they're like, give Leia my love, he's like, don't worry. Leia yeah. my, my love. Yeah, he goes, oh, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, give it, like, he basically says, I'm going to come in her. Like, the way he phrased it. And then afterwards, and that girl's <laughs> like, she's like, She's like, I don't know my family's like, well, let's see if we can find out. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. she's like, you know what you mean, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> we like looked at each other because yeah. she's like, she's like, oh, she's like, oh, where are you from? He's like, oh, from here. Where are you from? She's like, oh, I know, I don't know, I've never known. He's like, well, why don't we find out? And I'm <laughs> like, like, Ew. like, yeah, it's like, he's like. There's a private room on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, let's go find out yeah. right now. Let me show you. It only locks on one side. Speaking of that, <laughs> Matt Lauer yeah. lock. I do think it's funny that that there are two times in this movie where someone goes, "Hi, it's nice to meet you. What's your name?" She goes, "Ray," and they go, "Last name." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just pick one. Tell yeah. me your last name, yeah, otherwise yeah. I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I wish we could have done that in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy from Solo should come and just name her Solo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're all. Yeah, solo. Yeah. was female. <laughs> that was the other thing too. Where it's like at the moment when it's like, oh, this is kind of a sweet moment. She goes back to Tatooine and she buries the lightsabers, which mm. is like I didn't know they had a lightsaber, but sure, I guess she was trying to be a Jedi. That's a cool little story that we can add to the lore. Yeah. But then it was like, well, only Luke lived here. Um, yeah. <laughs> the the other twin was you will live among royalty and yeah. you'll be a princess. You go to the dirt farm. Can you, <laughs> can you bury my lightsaber with um, what's his face? Yeah, Bail Organa or yeah, uh, well, Jimmy Schmidt. Yeah, Jimmy Schmidt. Jimmy Schmidt. Can you bury my lightsaber with him, no, please? Ain't no place to bury it anymore. Yeah. That would just would have been a great part where he's like, he goes, you know, you should probably bury that lightsaber back in Alderaan. Wait, Oops. Yeah. <laughs> that's gone. And he, yeah, and he's like, but you know, they live on two two different planets, like. Wait, so you separated them at birth and you put this one on the dirt farm? Yeah. yeah. That with Anakin his, had a. With blood relatives? Yeah. And with blood relatives, you didn't change the last name? And he goes, like, Wait, Anakin used to live here? And yeah. also, by the way, there's an old lady carrying a space camel looking at you going, What's your last name? So I know exactly what you're burying here. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Yeah, like, they didn't. Oh. Yeah. It just would have been great if they just go, And now we're going to pull the entire thread. Yeah. yeah. I want there to be a post credit scene mm. where it just the old lady's digging up the lightsabers. I to Simon Payne. That's a different planet. Different planet. <laughs> ah, whatever. It's yeah. deserts. Yeah. We've had three movies, three desert planets. It's Ooh. fine. Um, <laughs> I, I, the Palpatine thing is is a, is a shame that it couldn't have been seated earlier. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. the way it's done feels like they're just, they're like, shit, we need something. Ryan Johnson didn't tell anybody. Somehow he managed to go through <laughs> three years worth of production and releasing a movie. And we are just as surprised on opening day that he killed Snoke as everyone else. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we need a villain. And so, like, it does kind of, in my opinion, diminish what Vader sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah, to sure. do it, um, and then also his plan is convoluted. Like his plan appears to be use Kylo Ren to lure Ray to him because mm-hmm. if you have Sith blood in you, you can pass Sith lineage into the next generation sure. or whatever, like which is a new a new yeah. rule, right? Yeah. Like, he also probably shouldn't explain that to her when he's like, yeah. strike me down and I will go inside your yeah. body. She's like, he should probably yeah. be like, he's like, please, no. Yeah. If you kill me, my whole plan ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a weird, a weird plot thread because like when I was a kid, I read these 
Star Wars comics called Dark Empire. Uh-huh. Oh, it's good where stuff. It's, yeah, it's um, like Palpatine has a bunch of clones and his spirit goes into them. Okay. And then he turns into sexy Palpatine. Ooh. Cool. Oh, I but, remember seeing this stuff, yeah. Yeah, young, but I was like, Palpatine. this is kind of like that. And it's such a weird thing to... Well, be like. But the execution of it, again, like everything in this movie, is kind of unearned and so accelerated yeah. that he explains that to her. And then and then she's like, well, then no. And he's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's like, well, that's fine. He goes, oh, there he, he goes, yeah. that's fine. I'll just suck it out of you. I'll just suck your energy out. And yeah. oh, look, this is even better. Now I'm not dead and I'm stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that should have been your, I feel like that should have been your plan, yeah. right? He, like, yeah, he's he's figuring it out along with the rest of us, which is great. Yeah. So it's like, wow, Palpatine doesn't know what's But when going he's on. supposed to be pulling all the strings, you're like, he hadn't considered the option that he could just yeah. drain them out of it, their stuff. It, it's a, it does the thing, too, where it's like, it's cool when you see it. And they're like, by the way, the Star Destroyer has, like, a Death, Death Star level they, laser on it. They mm-hmm. all didn't need those. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like, whoa, you mm-hmm. had this the whole time? You don't need a whole Death <laughs> yeah, Star? Yeah, he's, like, he's like, also, now guess what? All Star Destroyers have Death Star lasers on them, and there's a billion. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's like constant escalation. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk about uh, one of my biggest beefs with the movie was something they did set up and had a through line for all three movies of Kylo Ren, and he finally decides to just drop the dark side. Mm-hmm. After his mom says his name, he hallucinates his father, and the girl that he's stalking stabs him and then heals him. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of drops the bad guy shtick. I don't think that was paid off. That's something that we had for, whatever, six mm-hmm. hours of movies, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he just drops his bad guy thing. And mm-hmm. I, I just think that was a weak payoff to maybe the biggest story of, or the second biggest story mm-hmm. of the whole series. The, the funnier part is when he goes... He, they re- recreate the scene from Force Awakens, which I liked. Mm-hmm. But then he goes, I'm going to do what he should have done. Or he's like, I'm going to throw my lightsaber. And he's like, I'm coming for you, Ray. And he goes, shit, I need a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I'm really bad yeah. at fighting without goes, a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He shows up to the Knights around. Yeah. They start just beating the yeah. shit. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, first punch, ow. Yeah. <laughs> like, give him, give him a nerd. Yeah. I uh, guess good like, thing his girlfriend brought an extra one. Just someone told mm-hmm. her that yeah. she needed to bring two. Yeah. But then they, they do the funny part where it is a magic trick where he goes, Ta-da. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I, I, it sounds like we're shitting on the movie, and it's like I'm I'm having we fun are. talking about it. <laughs> yeah. But like, when I walked out of Last Jedi, I remember being like, "I didn't like that." I'm like, something fell off. Mm-hmm. I walked into this movie, I was like, "I feel good about mm-hmm. it." I like I I'm texting people, and be like, "I hey, I enjoyed it. I, I had think, a good time." Yeah. I think it's a great movie. Well, with, yeah. the, there's a, with the beef though. Oh, you say something. I would say there's a couple things that this has over the Last Jedi. Just very briefly, is that it actually focuses on the characters you know. Yeah, as it has opposed them to, together the whole time. And it puts them together and yeah. it puts them through shit. They go on the same adventure. Which, which has together. a very frustrating part where I think Poe goes. I think in this movie goes, hey, Ray, nice to meet you. We finally get to meet. Oh, no, no. They met at the end of The Last Jedi where he goes, I'm Poe. I'm Ray. I'm like, they haven't met yet. Mm. That's frustrating. <laughs> there's 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 a moment where Finn comes to the base or whatever after going on some mission or whatever, and then Rose is there, and she's like, hi, <laughs> and he kind of, he goes like, you have to yeah, stay. Like, oh, look, comes on screen and pulls her <laughs> off. Yeah, he you goes, stay here this time. He goes, he goes, Hello. And then <laughs> yeah, he like he pats her on the shoulder. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh. I think even at the end, he's like, oh, there's Rose. Mm-hmm. Nah. Dude, I think he's I, like, was... he's, she's like, she's like, I'll save you. He's like, I'd rather be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think that was JJ ripping on uh, Ryan Johnson. I don't, I think there were a few him... times in this movie I feel like yeah. he's directly talking to him. It's him focusing yeah. on the characters of the movie. Yeah. Also, I don't think he's that petty. No. These are people who are probably respect each other, and he probably goes, well. We have to kind of 
undo this weird part because even in Last Jedi when she goes, he goes, Finn, we have to fight for something. Kiss, and he's like, even his face like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were we in love? Was that yeah. a, a plot point? I the, forget. The Kylo, the Kylo redemption things felt really unearned. It felt no yeah. different than weak. any of the other scenarios that he's been in before. Mm-hmm. Um, Which probably comes with the fact that it, they were missing a movie worth of yeah, where that would it, go. It reminded yeah. me of uh, Inspector when James Bond is in the torture chair uh-huh. and then he's like he's about to die until Leah Sidhu leans in and she goes, I love you. And then he comes back to life and I was like, that doesn't seem very James Bond. <laughs> yeah. She should seem, she should lean in and go like, like I'll blow you. And then he goes, <laughs> and then he pops out. That's what they should have done in this movie. Where she's like, I have a bottle of Where yeah. instead of her going like, I would have taken your hand when you, she says like, I would have taken Ben's hand or something, not Kylo's hand, indicating that yeah. this person she's never met before is more appealing than you. <laughs> um, but I, I think I, she should have said, if you were a nicer guy, we would have done anal. And then and then it hard cuts to him throwing, you don't even need Harrison Ford. Yeah. It just hard cuts to him throwing his lightsaber and then running <laughs> running to his ship. And I was like, oh yeah, that, that would have played more, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame because they would kind of seed his conflict into the movies. They talk about like like Snoke brought up in Last Jedi like you're killing your dad is like fucking with your mind and stuff and it's still bothering you. Mm-hmm. But they keep having him like cement his evilness after that and then they come back to it's like oh you're still struggling I bet you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it's, it's a shame because I think Kylo Ren's been one of the more interesting Star Wars villains that we've had. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And one of, probably one of the best parts of this new trilogy and honestly. Adam Driver's great. Yeah. Again, the acting in this movie is is pretty incredible, especially when you think that they must have walked into a scene and been like, I don't know where this fits in <laughs> yeah. with anything. But, but they're like, but you're paying me millions of dollars. I'm a good actor. I'm probably yeah. going to get an Oscar. So I mean, he's already Oscar nominated, mm-hmm. I think. It's like, and then also him with Oscar Isaac. Daisy Ridley's probably the the weakest, but she's also just sort of a blank slate. She's designed just, as a cipher. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. I, feel I think that she way. did a good job in this movie. I think uh, John Boyega does a great job. Like, I, like everyone's acting well, but yeah. yeah, like you said, the stuff they're handing them is like not good. Well, it's probably not the best, yeah. but uh, yeah, it, like I said, it sounds like we're being really mean to the oh, movie, <laughs> but I I'm, I'm critical of it because I I think I liked I'll, it. I'll just say this: I, I think I would be maybe a little less frustrated if we weren't, and this is. This is inside baseball or whatever, so it's okay if none of this matters to anyone listening. But, like, visual effects studios are going out of business. Mm -hmm. And no offense, but they made this movie. (laughs) Like, the script doesn't make this movie. Like, they made this movie. And so when we're in a situation where people are getting multi-million dollar paychecks for the one thing that they contributed and then they can't even keep the doors open on a visual effects Mm -hmm. studio, that is the reason this is going to probably get any positive reviews, Mm -hmm. you know, um, is kind of a shame. (laughs) Uh, Do we – I wanted to talk about uh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Like using her old footage. Not Carrie Russell. (laughs) Her (laughs) eyes and her strands of hair. (laughs) They're there. They're Um, in the movie. He's like, listen, I know I did Felicity. I thought they did a a good job of what they had. I think. I I want to know what the hell that conversation looked like. Yeah. Where they're finishing episode seven, he goes, I got some ideas. It's like, where was that supposed to go? And he's like, in case you die, (laughs) let's Um, just shoot these things. uh, Well, Oh, you go ahead, Jacob. But. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was it. I just wanted to bring it up as a conversation. Some topic. of it, some of it did feel like leftover footage. Yeah, people like would, it, like, like it would say like, all the information after. We, we know how we have to. Yeah, we know how we have to get to the end of this yeah. conversation. We don't really have her saying any of those things, but she needs to be involved. So, like, Ray will walk up and being like, "Like, I think I have to go on this adventure," and Leia will go, "No." 
Like it's like hard, hard cuts right before she says Poe. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, like, and then and then and then Ray goes Ray goes I'm sorry to disappoint you. This is just something I need to do. And then it'll just cut back to like an idle shot of her kind yeah. of looking like yeah. she's accepting there it. There was the weird part Poe. where she was smoking going, so JJ, I'm doing this. And she goes, and she's like, let me tell you something about Bob Hope. He's a creep. And you're like, why is that in the movie? <laughs> they have, it's like, so weird. It's like, okay, we have the shot of her saying, like, always trust your droids or whatever. It's like, okay, we need to have BB-8 roll in. And mm-hmm. do something goofy. Well, that that being said, they the we mentioned it earlier, but the crawl in this does a lot of stuff. Mm. They could have absolutely just done Leia died, like yeah. you know the dead speak, except for Leia, she's dead though too. Like Nothing's back, and, Leia's gone, and yeah. it probably would have fit in, but would have felt way worse. Yeah, like I'm glad that they found a way to make her pay off in some ways yeah. in this movie. And I, I kind of liked the passing of her legacy to Poe, you know, a younger mm-hmm. actor who can be around for three or four more movies. Well, I mean, I, th- I think these, I think these are done. Yeah, these people are done. This is, Maybe. I think this is, they're, they're, I think they're ready to go. Let's just light a match and go. I think they've all said they were done. Yeah, I think there's like the Skywalker stuff, that, which is they'll just call it. They go episode one through nine. There are nine movies about Skywalkers, and now we're going to... I can see a world where we get an array animated show on Disney Plus where she's got her yellow lightsaber and it's not voiced by Daisy Ridley. I mean, I could see a world where they make more movies with... Daisy Ridley as Ray and mm-hmm. Poe mm-hmm. and Finn. Are I don't know. Maybe she would voice them. She, I think she did the voices for herself in like Battlefront and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I, I think all the actors. I did. was giving her an out, but yeah. <laughs> you're free to no. go. Yeah, you don't have to do this. EA anymore. needs you still. So, yeah. um, what's up with the title, The Rise of Skywalker? I, so, when it was all over, I kind of wish they had swapped the titles. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Rise yeah. of Skywalker makes yeah. more sense for the second this movie. This is like Planet of the Apes all over again. <laughs> yeah, Last Jedi. <laughs> Kind of makes sense because she is more or less the last Jedi, and there was no broom kid. So either she's going to go train Jedi, or it's all done. Because they basically see, they put it in the movie where it's like all the Jedi are in you now. Like they do mm-hmm. the Mufasa thing where she looks up <laughs> at the sky, and then uh, yeah, which was a cool. That was a cool way of doing a bunch of cameos just mm-hmm. through voices. Hey, can can I, I have to, I have yeah. one question about that. Yeah. When she's hearing all those voices, she hears somebody say. Bring balance to the force, just like I did. Yeah, it's Hayden yeah. Christensen. Hayden He's Christensen. Yeah. yeah. That was oh, okay. Yeah. Absolutely. He's bragging about yeah. how he brought balance <laughs> to the force. Yeah. He's like asshole. <laughs> no, he didn't. I, I only wish there was a similar scene where Palpatine looks up and Darth Maul's like, "What? <laughs> I got chopped in half. <laughs> what do you want from me? You were a bad boss. You're so, a terrible manager." So, is the title talking about Ray because she claims the Skywalker name in the end, or is it talking about Ben Solo? Like, I think both. I, I don't know. Well. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's oh. a lot of, yeah, the fact that she goes, what's your last name? She goes, Skywalker. And they're like, and the, yeah, it would have been cool if that old lady with the camera pulls a gun out of her. <laughs> she, she goes, nah, it's Palpatine, I bet. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> or uh, she would, no, yeah, Palpa I think Walker. swapping those titles yeah. makes that's, that's so yeah. much sense. Yeah. I, I feel like, like they were trying to go with some kind of like synergy with the other third movie titles. Right. Like Revenge for, of, yeah, Rise of, Return. Return. Yeah, I think that's yeah, the only rise. thing they're going for. I mean, so you, but I think that, kind of shows again the thought that has maybe yeah. gone into the plotting of mm-hmm. these movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we can't change they're, what's been done. They're more concerned with the brand imagery. Mm-hmm. Which, Ugh. yeah, this this movie also is, we remember when you were kids and you'd see a movie and then you'd buy toys and you're like, that's strange. I don't remember there being a character that had wheels for legs, but <laughs> I'm going to buy the toy because I really like that movie. Yeah. 
this movie is the toys. Yeah. All of the toys are in it. They're like, let's introduce another bot. Does he have any value or information to share? No. Is he obnoxious? <laughs> I guess they, had, uh, they, they, they like got him, some like info on where obnoxious. to go from his head or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He did feel like mostly a toy. It, yeah. it was MacGuffin the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Everything was like, you're a MacGuffin. You're a MacGuffin. <laughs> there was like, the, the little sword's a MacGuffin. I, th- I, I thought um, the whole plot with the Sith loyalist that might have dropped Ray off on her planet that also went to this other desert desert planet that had the megaphone robot was very confusing. Oh, I yeah. believe I was in the bathroom at that point, so I look they, forward to seeing it again. They never <laughs> explained any of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I always like to when they stumble upon a scene. They go, "Those are his bones." <laughs> That's always <laughs> well. Funny. The best thing about that, I think, the implication is that a snake ate him yeah. a yeah. thousand oh. years ago or whatever. All oh, right. But his it's funny. It was funny because they're like, "We'll never get out of here," and then the snake moves six inches and then a sand hole. falls away, <laughs> and it's a hole with a red neon sign that says "exit." And you're like, "Oh, there, there it is. We're right there. We can just got there." There, there was something like super like ancient tropey about Rey fighting like a dragon that I thought was kind of cool and you know using her powers of compassion instead of mm-hmm. her sword to kill it mm-hmm. I don't know there, oh, yeah, there's the, something there that I the, like the lion with a thorn and it's yeah. you know it's yeah fine. using the force to heal somebody mm-hmm. it's, I, they did do that they introduced these new sort of like world building stuff I guess like because we haven't really seen any new force powers since I mean did, did they ever do anything new in episode two or three like they jump high Yoda yeah, they, can fly yeah, Yoda, Yoda could never be, really flew. Yoda could be stupid, <laughs> do a bunch of flips. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, like, it seems to be that... I don't think so. They just, they just go, he goes, there's like, we have found a way. And they're like, <laughs> to like, live on. Or like, you'll be blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, you speak in riddles, but it's cool. Like, you'll live on. Well, seeing all this footage makes me want to go watch this movie again, though. <laughs> I, I was, uh, we're about to go see it. Like, uh, so we have one more day before we go see it. I told Jess, mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, maybe we are watch Revenge of the Sith before we go, just because I think I might have some stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I do kind of want to check it out again. But anyway, I don't know. Yeah. Um, was there anything else that I was trying to think of? That weird wedge cameo. <laughs> I, I thought it was Anthony Daniels out of his suit. Oh, yeah. That's why everyone was <laughs> they cheering. They kind of look similar. They're all old men. Yeah, old white guy. And I was like, oh, they finally put Anthony Daniels in, without, even though he's probably been in it before with his out of his suit. <laughs> yeah. I just Pal- didn't notice. Palpatine needs to stop firing lightning. Yeah. It's never helped him. It only backfired. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. it, three times now. Yeah. It's fucked him up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, by a nine millimeter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like... <laughs> Ian McDiarmid's performance is always fun. Because he always just hams it up as Palpatine. He looked like he was having fun. I I, I thought it makes sense for him to come back at the end. Um, Kind of brings the whole trilogy of trilogies full Mm -hmm. circle. Yeah. Um, Even though they didn't explain it I think it will be nice to move on and not have, like, we're watching stuff for um, Rogue Mm -hmm. One right now, but I'm thinking of, like, Mandalorian where, like, the stakes aren't so high. Yeah. yeah. Only one show. Yeah, where things are The universe doesn't have to end. Yeah. It, it, not everything has to be about a planet blowing up. Like, we can... I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe we get a we get a little smaller with the next one and we, we go from there instead of having the stakes have to be everything. Yeah. Even if, like, Ryan Johnson ends up making those three <clears throat> movies, like, it's like, at least he's doing three of them instead need, of him doing one in the yeah. middle. We need one person and we need yeah. at least two napkins to write out. Yeah. <laughs> I hope like, like lessons were learned. I mean, if I don't think so. I think a billion dollars. Yeah. I don't think I need to learn anything. <laughs> that, that, was the, that was the thought with the prequels are like, well, look, they learned their lessons and they showed that first trailer, remember, and like the camera's moving and like you see stormtroopers and there's lighting and I was like, whoa, it looks real. They're actually doing it. They learned their lessons and then now we have a whole new set of problems. <laughs> yeah. 
that we're dealing with of just like story and plot and all these other. I, I just watched Revenge of the Sith, and there's a scene that's hangar where R2's making a bunch of noise, and two battle droids look over. And then they turn back and start doing other stuff. But then that happens again. And what they did was reverse the shot oh. of, of the <laughs> droids looking over. So it was just mirrored them looking this way, but everything's backwards. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man. They did, that they, with like episode, they did that with episode one. Remember, he's like, there's always a bigger fish. And then they're like, oh, no, it's happening again. There's always a bigger fish. It's like, yeah. you just did it twice. <laughs> they do it, like, because I just watched Return of the Jedi as well. Like, they do it with Boba Fett, too, because he's got that goofy antenna. Uh-huh. It's like constantly just mirror shot. They just switch the the shot and just flip well, it horizontally. it's like the, the sand... Sand people going. They all they had was him doing this, <laughs> like to about <laughs> here, uh-huh. and they had to go. <laughs> 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 it looks like those like Instagram boomerang yeah. things. Yeah. When he's I guess, I guess where the original trilogies were like a testament to editing, uh, the new movies are like a testament to visual, visual effects because yeah. ILM is the bee's knees and they're killing it. And I, I hope they all have jobs for many years to come. Yeah. And they keep getting paid a lot of. I hope they get paid a lot of money and they get yeah. free trips to Disneyland. Look, well, the prequels a testament too. All right. Well, we got a long <laughs> podcast here. Sorry. Anyone, no, it's. I'm. I think people will enjoy it. Is there? Is there anything that y'all forgot to bring up? Or Get some popcorn for this. movie? Yeah, I mean, it's. it's I will. Yeah. Pee before the movie. It's a spectacle. Yeah. I wish that we could figure out a world where more movies could just be like Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. yeah. And be like, we just quality. want to be a spectacle, so we're not going to throw in mm. a bunch of other. We're not going to bog you down with all this exposition and stuff. Because yeah. I think the exposition is where this movie starts to drag. Yeah. Well, they also they they do one of those where they go on an adventure to get a thing to get a thing to get a thing to get to another thing, mm-hmm. but we would have ended up there anyway because it was the villain's plan. Yeah. So it seemed pointless. Yeah. Hmm. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. I like I said had a good time. I'm yeah. actually looking forward to seeing it again. Same. Yeah, me too. Um, I I have been left with a better taste in my mouth than I was with the Last Jedi, but I do understand these are funny little popcorn flicks, and you probably shouldn't take them as seriously as we thought we should have when we were kids. Oh, I know what I wanted to bring up. I oh, wanted to talk about Hux. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, kid, like, there's a spy in the in the first one. I'm like, it oh, man, was... new character, baby. And then he's like, I'm the spy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I, liked, I liked the introduction of the new... Um, the new general. I, well, they, they basically demoted Hux, yeah. and I like that he, like, force shushes him, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, when Kylo like Ren's a... like, he's like... Mm. Richard no. Grant, that's the the actor. Yeah, the new like, general. Yeah, Allegiant General Pride. That's like a cool ass. Yeah, guy. and he he he's he I like him because he's like, he's like yeah, fuck Hux. He's like yeah. I'm evil. I look evil. I talk evil. Yeah, I I'm old school. And then Hux goes, I was shot. They took it away. And he goes, he's the spy. <laughs> <laughs> well, not buying that shit. Dan, Dan mentioned Disney being like you have to put all your toys back in the toy box yeah. when you're done with. And I imagine at some point they were going through it and they were like, oh, what about Hux? And they were like, "Who?" <laughs> Which is like, "Got it, okay." Which is a shame. Rewatching Force Awakens, his like his big Nazi speech. Yeah, it was like, I mean, he can act. He's a good actor. <laughs> he's actor. like that scene made me never believe that he would be a spy just because he hates Kylo Ren so much. Yeah, to mess with his plan. It, it was a it was a, a lighthearted thing that didn't really make sense for his character. No. Maybe would have been better if he just kind of wrote him off. Yeah, know, well, it is the whole the whole the big. I don't understand the politics of the world. That we got through three movies and I still don't understand because Force Awakens kind of painted them all as this fringe extremist group mm-hmm. that got their hands on a, on a dangerous weapon and now they they're a serious threat to okay they do actually police like they have straight up stormtroopers knocking on people's yeah. doors mm-hmm. and taking taxes and stuff that it was, from planets and stuff it was a, a, a criticism that I agree with 
uh, with The Force Awakens, where it's like, I never thought I wanted politics in Star Wars after the, <laughs> after the prequels, because the prequels had a lot of politics. You're like, man, they got to get away Trade from this war. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, and, it's like... And then there's a scene of them literally blowing up the politics. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, wait, so what does this world look like now? I'm really confused. Like, I, I'm kind of mm-hmm. curious what the inner worry, and they're like, no, no, yeah. no. It's fine. Don't it's, worry about now it. Now it's just cowboys and Indians. They're just fighting <laughs> each other in space, and we even bring that up, and we go, yeah, we're just... It, but it, then they mentioned blockades and all kinds of stuff that are politics, and so I don't know. Yeah. I'm confused. I'm, it's <laughs> I hope they answered it in the next one. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm glad I saw it. I was happy you guys were there. I'm happy it's over. Yeah. Mandalorian Episode Seven's out, and it's really good. Oh, I'm fantastic. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I guess even if you want to escape it, you can't. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess since we've gone so long, does anyone have any thoughts of where they go after this? Like, what does Disney do with Star Wars? I think now? it'll be a while before we see another movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you think mm-hmm. they're going to dabble in TV? Disney Plus for a while. I, yeah. I think you get away from everything that's been established. Um, Starting a new, whole new giant nine. Yeah, trilogy. I think you I think you go Old Republic with it style, meaning you just you go to your own timeline, you get away. You, you don't have someone turn and go, what's your name? He goes, Sky Teen. Or, maybe, you know. maybe stop making trilogies. Yeah. So, like, there yeah. doesn't have to be, like, a beginning one, a middle one, and an end one. Just, like, start just, like, Avengers-ing it or I mean, something. Avengers like you said, to in the middle. lower yeah. the stakes. You know, I, the I planet think, doesn't have to explode. I think when you first introduce it, and maybe you don't say, you don't introduce a character and go, well, this is our Luke. You go, no, 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 no. Let's, let's yeah. just come up with a new character concept entirely. Because it is an interesting world to play in. It is a... It's not quite fantasy. It's not quite sci-fi. It's somewhere in between. It's Star Wars. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's a cool. It's a cool sandbox to play in. It's just I think you need to give people creative freedom to do some cool stuff with it, but then also you know introduce the rules yeah. of like these are the things you can and can't do. Don't just don't fall back on the nostalgia. Yeah, Mandalorian is a step in that direction. Yeah, I think for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Star <laughs> Wars. Hey, do hey, Disney, hey Disney, yeah, if you're Wars listening, uh, my advice is not for. <laughs> They don't need me. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> Looking forward to Jedi Fallen Order Part 2, which apparently they're working on. So. Cool. Yay! Hey, more Star Wars! <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it in. Yes! We'll get to my veins. Um, so that is all the time we have this week. No time to talk about the Turner and Hooch reboot. Um, maybe we get to that one next week. But thanks for coming around. Uh, thank you guys for going to Star Wars with me. Thanks, Adam, for hooking that up, however you yeah. did that. Your magic force ways. I want to get to. Don't want to explain me. how I did it. But, uh, <laughs> imagine thank me for going to frozen down and <laughs> me on my knees. The force suck. But you know, you guys are worth it. Um, yeah, thanks again, man. It, it was really it was it was awesome, and I think you know, child me would have freaked out knowing he could go see a Star Wars movie a little early. Pretty cool. Um, wonderful movie. I think go see it. Um, maybe in the comments, tell us what you liked about this movie. I know people can rip it apart, but let us know your favorite parts of the movie, and uh, we'll be back next week. See you around. Mate.